the Mefarshim have been perplexed, confounded, for many years about a Pasuk towards the end of the Teichacha that seems incongruous with the rest of the Teichacha. Which seems like a respite from the Teichacha. And in fact, the Pasuk just goes right back to the Teichacha. It says, Varetz Tazev Mehen, Yanabiyan, Bimishpati Moasu. So, what is this Pasik? And what is it doing in the middle of the Teichacha? There's the Babustab Pshat from the Shla Kaddish that the Torah is saying, Akash Baruch is saying, Azel HaZedis that you have, reminiscent of something I'm sure you heard when you were a kid, when you were acting like a Vildachaya in the hall during Shul. Some old man comes to you, I'm knowing your father. I'm knowing your grandfather. Why are you such a chaya? And it's like, that, that's the way the Shlo learns the passing. You come from such Hele Gezedes and you act like this? So on the contrary, it magnifies and intensifies the Teichacha that it's more unbecoming of you acting like this from where you come. In which case, you should lay in the Pasik in the Nusach of the Teichacha as well. The al Kaddish has a different shot in the Pasik. The Ashach HaKadr says, it's a Kaddish Baruch talking, and a Kaddish Baruch says, I'm faced with a dilemma. On one hand, I believe I could save you and take you out of the Gullus and prevent the Teichacha because of the Schosavus. Your Schosavus is so powerful. Avram Yitzchak and Yankov are so powerful that really I should use their accrued credit and take you out of this mess that's what it says. As Brisi Yankiv, as Brisi Yitzchak, as Brisi Avram, as Kar. But then, as I'm about to take you out based on Schosavis, the Aretz pops up and says, no, they don't deserve to be taken out of the Gauls. They don't deserve to be saved because they didn't keep any Shemitahs. So it seems like it's a pitched battle between the Avis on one hand lobbying and using their schusim to excuse us from the galas and the aretz kvetching and saying, no, they don't deserve any special preferential treatment. They didn't keep one shemitah. That's how the, that's how the al-shech learns the pasuk. A nice pshat in the pasuk. The question, though, is, I was thinking, okay, if it's one versus one, the avis versus shemitah, then why taka, why taka does shemitah win? If the Al-Sheikh is showing us that Akash Baruch is having an internal struggle, that on one hand, the Ovis lobby and they try to bring their power to bear to get us out of the Gullus, and Me'idach Yisa, the Oretz, comes and tainas its tainas and says, no, they didn't keep Shemitah. Why is it so simple that Akash Baruch sides with Shemitah, sides with the land, and keeps the Teichacha and the Gullus going in face of the Ovis? If it's Taka a struggle between them. That's one, one kasha. Another issue. The Velt explains the smichas haparshias lama nismachu the teichacha to erechen. Immediately after we finish the teichacha, we get into the parsha of erechen in which if a person donates the erech of a yid to the Beis HaMikdash, then if a person is from such and such, such an age, he's 30 shkalim. If he's not 20 shkalim, 10 shkalim, 5 shkalim. Each person, <coughs> men, women, children, old, young, have a specific erech. Why is the parsha of erechim next to the parsha of teichach? And the Welt says, because 
after the teichacha, after you're so tzaklap and downtrodden, and in the dumps feeling so bad about how we messed up the relationship with the Rebbein a person can consider himself worthless. Immediately the Torah says, Chas v'shalom, every yid has a worth. Every yid has an erich. Every yid has a shavius. Chas v'shalom, to think that you're worthless. And that's the smichas haparshius between the Torah and erich. But I was wondering, if, if the Torah is giving us a necham, don't worry, you still have worth. Every single male is worth the exact same amount. You have a standard set value. Is that really a nechama? Every single person has one worth, and it's X much. Irregardless of who you are, what you accomplished, etc. That's, that's my nechama? Don't worry, standard issue, 30 shekel. That's my nechama, oh, I have a worth. Because I'm 20 to 60, I'm worth X? What kind of nechama is the fact that you're worth a standard amount? Yes, you have a worth of her like, come on, can't you say every yid is invaluable? Every yid has a value, five shekel if you're that age. What's, what kind of nechama is that? In about a week or so, we're going to lay Megillus Rus. Megillus Rus is a fascinating story of two opposites. Elimelech and Naomi have two daughter-in-laws, Rus and Arpa. After Machlin and Kilian die, Rus famously tells them, my dear daughter-in-laws, there are no more babies left in the stomach. I will have no more kids for you to marry. There's nothing worth it to stick around for. There's nothing here for you to stick around for. Go back to your country. Go back to where you came from. There's nothing here to stay around. That was Naomi's plea. I'll take her net and a Naomi. Don't even call me sweet anymore. Just go. Famously, Rus said, absolutely not. Kasher Talini Allen, where you sleep, I sleep. Amich Ami. Wherever you go, I go. Vesham Ekaber. And, and there I will be buried. Rus said, Verus Dovkabai. I am sticking with you. And we know what happened with Rus. She became the Aim Hamalucha. She was the progenitor of David Amelech and David Malka Meshicha. Midach Yisa, Arpa, took the offer. Okay, bye. And the Gemara in Saita, in the end of Saita, tells us that that night, Arpa sunk to the lowest of the low. In fact, we changed her name from Arpa to Harpa. And she violated the most basic human decencies. And she ended up giving birth to Goliath and his brothers who terrorized Klal Yisrael. And it's mamish a study in opposites. That night, they started basically the same. Rus and Arpa were attached at the hip. And one went on to be the mother of the Mashiach, and one went on to be Mamish, the Nidriks, the, the lowest of the low. How can this be? And Rukhaim Shmulevitz in a Shmuz famously said that sometimes when a person is faced with an opportunity, a challenge, to either step up to the plate or not, when they make the wrong decision, they are very susceptible of not just not going up. They're extremely susceptible of falling down to the lowest of the low.
and they could go me'igra rama libira mikta. When a person fails to step up to a challenge, when a person demures from a nisayin and says nah, they are in extreme risk of not just stagnation, but extreme, extreme, extreme uridis. And Rechaim Shalev says that's what happened to the Yidden by the Eagle after Maimon Sinai. It's a risk. What Rechaim Shmulevitz is telling us is, is that when you're faced with a challenge, if you decide to accept the challenge, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It doesn't matter if you succeed or fail. As long as you accept the challenge. The opposite of accepting a challenge isn't defeat. It's saying, I can't. Ich kennisht. I'm not shaykh to that. That is the risk. When a person has a challenge, it's not always poshit that you could fix it, you could rise to the challenge, you could succeed, and you could do what's asked. Sometimes they're extremely, extremely hard. Sometimes you pass, sometimes you fail. Sometimes you rise, sometimes you fail to rise. (coughs) But that's all fine. What's unacceptable and what leads to this risk of extreme urethra is not failing the challenge, it's failing to accept the challenge. It's failing to try. The opposite of what I could do is I can't, I can't. Once a person says I can't, the ceiling, the floor drops very low. And that's what happened to Arpa. Arpa failed the challenge not because she tried and failed. She said, Echkenish, it's not for me, I can't stick around. Once you say Echkenish, you are devaluing yourself. And you are making yourself incapable of any expectations. And that is what Rukhaim Shalavitz is telling us. I think that's Pshat in the Alshech, and that's Pshat in the other Kash. The Pasik is telling us, it's setting us up for these two polar opposites. Vizacharti as Brisi Yaakov, Afis Brisi Yitzchak, Afis Brisi Avram, Azkar, is telling us, on one hand, Klal Yisrael, you have Shi'ifis. You have Shi'ifis to be the Ovis. If you set your sights, if you set your sights high, it doesn't matter if you pass or fail. If you set your sights high, it doesn't matter if you succeed or you don't succeed. If you set your sights high, you are fine. The opposite of the Ovis isn't failure. The opposite of Ovis isn't <laughs> lack of success. The opposite of Avraham Yitzchak V'yakov isn't not rising to the challenge. It's saying Yechkenisht. And that is summarized. That is brought, that is crystallized by Shemitah. A person, when he sees the daunting task of Shemitah, says Yechkenisht, that is the problem. And Klai Yisrael didn't keep one Shemitah in 490 years from the time they came to Eretz Yisrael till the Gullahs. The Pasuk here is not two sides, the Ovis versus the land, whose claim is going to win? Is the Ovis claim going to win that I want to save them as Ovis? Or is the Shemitah saying, no, but they didn't keep Shemitah? That's not what the al is saying. The al isn't saying that it's a, it's a head-on-head, it's a man-on-man, mano-on-mano, Ovis versus Shemitah, who wins and Shemitah won? It's a decision of, am I shaykh to fight? Am I shaykh to the challenge, pass or fail? Or am I I can't. 
or am I, I give up? Or am I Echkenesh? Vaha'aretz Ezkar is what Rabchaim Shemulevitz called the Mebira, Meigra Ramla Bira Mikta. You went to the Aretz. You went to the bottom. You went to the ground. You went to the lowest level. You went Arpa. That's the opposite of Sheifas. The opposite of Sheifas isn't failure. Failure is part of winning. The opposite of Sheifas is I can't. I'm not even trying. Echkenesh. And that is why. The smichas of the teichacha is to Erechen. We asked, but Erechen doesn't show you your value. Erechen shows you a baseline. Erechen shows you every single person is the same thing. Every male between 20 and 60 is worth this much, every female, this much, every kid, this much, every older person, this much. What kind of shavius is that? What kind of Erech is that? You know what that is? That's the opposite of the teichacha. The teichacha comes... The Teichacha comes from saying, not, I'm trying, but I didn't make it. The Teichacha comes from saying, The Teichacha comes from saying, I'm not even rising to the challenge, I'm not even trying. The antidote to that is, every year has a base value. You're never zero. You're right, you may be five shekel, you may be... You're never zero. You're never echkenish. You have to give it something. The antidote to the, to the Teichacha is... I have to do something. There's a baseline. It's never zero. What we're trying to fight with the Teichacha isn't, isn't failure. Failure's fine. What we're trying to fight with the Teichacha is garnished. And the antidote is Erechen. That every year has a value. A value you have a value. It's never zero. It's never echkenished. One last achva. I have one more minute. Rashi says, in the beginning of Nitzavim, Atam Nitzavim Hayyem Kulchem, you're standing. Says Rashi, why does it say you're standing? Because the Yidin basically said, oh my gosh, the Teichacha is the scariest thing ever. Rashi says, after hearing the 98 Klaus in Kisavai and the Klaus that we talk about in this week's parasha in Teres Kehanim, Klai Yisrael said, we can't. Moshe Rabbeinu told them, eh, don't worry. You upset Shalom very much. He never finished you off. Don't worry. That Rashi sounds like really bad parenting. Did you ever need to talk to your child very sternly and you tell him what you did is really, really stupid? What you did is really bad. What you did is really dumb. And, and guess what? You hit home with your kid. And, and like they're sulking and they're ungesetzt and they're mad. And then bad parenting 101 is like, don't worry, don't, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Can, can, I, can, I take you out? can I take you out to eat? You feel all bad that you finally... You finally zug down your kid. That sounds like what Moshe Rabbeinu is doing. The Rebbeinu said the Teichacha, scared the bejesus out of the Yidin. They were taka, like, they're shrokin. And Moshe was, ha, ha, ha. Don't worry, we've been through this before. When he has a cow, it's made garnished. He'll be okay. He'll get over it. Is that what Moshe Rabbeinu is doing? No. What Moshe Rabbeinu is doing is saying, Rabbi Sai, your reaction to the Teichacha is wrong. You gave up. And that's what it says. Penyesh Bachem, Isha Isha, Sherish Perish Valana, Bishriris Libi Elech. Your reaction to the Teichacha is giving up. That's not the reaction. The Teichacha doesn't come from failure. The Teichacha comes from failure to act. The Teichacha doesn't come from trying but not succeeding. It comes from not trying at all. And that's what the Teichacha said. That's why the opposite of the Schosavis is the Aretz Ezkar. That's why 
the, the antidote to the Teichacha is the Erechim. Shabbos.